to The Mob Show. I'm Mason on Business Startups Q here. This is how I do things. Big ideas for small budgets. Let's get to it. So today's podcast is all about single customer view. That means following the customer's journey online and offline, integrated but bespoke as well to them. Sounds like a lot of cod shit? Check out the podcast. It could literally blow up your revenue in a good way. Hi guys, what's happening? It's the Mob Show. I'm on my journey, on my way up to uh, CR Shop CBD Dispensary in uh, Grantham, which is in Nottinghamshire. Uh, we're going to go and get it ready. It's been a long time coming. I've mentioned it a few times. We'll probably only have that as our as our only CBD dispensary store, and we'll use it as a location for doing good brand photography and making it kind of the HQ of that particular particular brand. Primarily, the CBD dispensary is going to be a brand that we launch through our stores as opposed to CBD Star, which is going to be our CBD shop. Uh, and how we've developed the brand, so CBD Dispensary's got kind of its own unique brand styling, whereas CBD Star has been specifically designed, the branding, the style of it, to be an every person's brand, not too um, young, something that's clean, tidy, organized, that appeals to the mass market, because that's where businesses really win in the world. Anyway, so uh, I'm driving up there now. It's about a two and a half, three hour journey from where I live. Uh, and the reason why I'm driving up there is I stupidly left, I've got a window graphic. That, it's a really nice darn gold leaf. Uh, I put pictures on the website. And I left it in the shop, my office yesterday. I meant to drive it to London to give to someone. So I'm punishing myself by driving the long journey. But I'll put it on the window, save myself some money, save myself having to find someone to do it. Not the most practical use of my time, but at least it's done. So I'm doing this. So last night I went up to go and see a e-commerce future retail event. It was hosted at a, a, a location called Qubit, who are an internet marketing company. It was I come across it from um, Eventbrite actually. I look for every so often I look for events on Eventbrite, particularly in the business space, because I'm looking to see whether or not there's any interesting speakers coming up. And there uh, I come across this event. I thought it might be quite a small networking event. It was actually quite busy, and there was loads of good pizza there, Pizza Pilgrims, nice pizza that is. Uh, probably a cool um, kind of boutique beers available, so that was cool. Free beer and free pizza, that definitely gets me there. But it was a fairly large event, and it was hosted by a number of different industry professionals. Had the head of customer insights from Harrods, which is pretty cool. And what they were talking about is the single customer view. So what is single customer view? Well, it's effectively omni-channel approaches to retail. So I always talk about how I want to integrate my offline with my online. I want to create a, a one, one size fits all, but a, a seamless experience. And let me give you an example. We have a loyalty card system in our stores. When someone swipes it, we know they're a, they're a customer, we know their name, and it also has a back catalog of data. We don't use that data properly, but we can see when they've last ordered if they haven't got a receipt. Now let's take this a step further. What do I mean by single customer view? So when you go to a regular shop and you're in there every week, chances are you might have built a relationship with a member of staff, or you hope a member of staff has built a relationship with the customer. And that that member of staff can suggest the right items, have a chat, they've got a rapport there. Now imagine if that customer walks into one of your other stores, the other side of the country, and when their loyalty card is swiped, up comes some key data about that customer's journey, their previous journey. So the member of staff will know what vape device they have. They'll know what the last liquid they bought is. And that will allow them to make suggestions and recommendations of similar liquids. Alternatively, if they buy something that doesn't necessarily work with the kit they've got, 
could be flagged. We could say, hey, John or Janet, I noticed you're buying that liquid. Is that for you or is that for your, because you've got the Endura device, haven't you? And they'll probably be going, how the hell do you know I've got that? And go, oh, we've got all our systems linked up so we can give you excellent customer service. And they'll go, yeah, it is for that kit. They'll be like, do you find your coils burn out? Do you find your device leaks? Do you find A, B, and C happened? Or, you know, if you like that flavor, try out this flavor. Here's a sample, try this, see what you think of it. And it's a really good way of interacting in a more, much more bespoke manner for that customer. It makes the customer feel like you are listening to them more. It's quite subconscious signals, uh, but it means if there's an upgrade of that particular kit that's flashed up on the screen, you can suggest that to them, which obviously is good for revenue growth, uh, but it builds a seamless single customer journey for that customer, wherever store he goes. And it, it builds that kind of value in going to a multi-site brand. So that's what uh, we could do, that's what they were talking about, and it's pretty interesting. And so it got me thinking about a few things, not just um, working on how our loyalty card system could work better for us and for the customers, because that's important, but actually this. When someone walks into our shop, we generally have a, maybe I don't know, 85, 90% conversion ratio. Generally people coming in for a specific product. Um, I, I don't know the exact figure, but that's about that, probably a bit higher. Uh, you don't have too many people who walk out. When someone goes online, traditionally across e-commerce retail, there's about a 3% on average conversion ratio. Some are a little bit higher, some are a bit lower. So that's interesting. So for every 100 people that go to your website, it's expected that 97 people are gonna leave your site having bought nothing. Now, call me crazy, but that seems ridiculous. Why are, you, why are we as an industry in retail accepting that 97 people are leaving? For every hundred and we say well you know there's there's different different reasons why people buy different reasons why people do things and that's true and i get that and some people are driven by different things but we should perhaps take more ownership of this and go what are we missing what is it that you can do in a shop that you can't do online so easily one of those has always been that kind of human experience the experiential the journey the advice the breaking down the conversation well we can do that online we know we can we've got web chat now web chat is very much, you can have triggers that come on when someone walks in the store, and not everyone's gonna to respond to the web chat box on their, on their phone. But then, what then happens? So if you have web chat, you're more likely to convert someone with, a, you're more likely to create a conversation than if you didn't have web chat, if you're just using email. Okay, which puts the chance of you converting someone in your favor. It builds the odds a little bit more your way because you can make suggestions. Now, what's the next thing that people do with the web chats? Businesses often have triggers, so ding, hi, welcome to our store, ask us any advice. Okay, yep, that, that can work. But it's a one question, fits, it's a one message fits all. And I say this to people, if I only let you have one sentence you can use all day, you may strike lucky once in a day, but the rest of the time people are gonna think you're weird or they don't think what you're saying is tailored towards them. So what can we do differently? Well. Good web chat platforms allow you to monitor what page that person's on. So when they come in, rather than just having an web automated web trigger, have a human, an actual human who understands the products, and says, hi, I see you're looking at this particular product. What brought you to this particular page? Because I want to see whether or not I can maybe make some better suggestions for you. How does that sound? Well, that's the question I'm asking. Now, again, you're going to get ignored. But you're not going to get ignored as much as if you just did a blank message to people like, hi, welcome to Vape and Juice, hi, welcome to Assos, hi, welcome to Made.com, or whatever. If you tailor your message, you're more likely to resonate with a customer than if you don't. So all of a sudden, that three sales in 100 may become four sales in 100. 
Now, depending on how much traffic you have, that could be a lot of revenue. And let's look at it on a bigger, bigger scale. You know, what else could you do further? Well, then you could start offering maybe a discount code or a call to action in that conversation. You could start spending a bit more time uh, and getting out of hours when people when you get most of the traffic and you suddenly go from that four to five to six. And we should be really be looking at this. If you have a hundred potential buyers coming to your website every hour or every day or every week or every half an hour, is three people in 100 acceptable to convert? I think the figure should be a lot higher. Why is it three people? Well, that's traditionally what the industry goes as an average. Yes, because some people get none, some people do 10. So my goal now is to, and we're gonna do this, I'm gonna, I've got the chap who runs our web chat, and I said, like, I want you, rather than to wait for the web chats, I want you to seek out the conversations, and don't just seek them out and go, hi, because they don't know if you're just an automated bot, but say, hi, I notice you're looking at this particular page. That means that customer knows that we're targeting something specific and we're talking about something specific that they're on. They're looking at something. So they're interested in that product or they're thinking about that product. So I reckon, and this is my hunch, that if we talk to them about that product or why they're looking at that product, we're gonna open up an awful lot more chat. So let's say for every 100 people that hit our site, three people use web chat, they, they do it themselves actively, they hunt it out. I wonder if we can get seven or 10 people to open a web chat conversation with us if we actively hunt them out. If you walk into a shop and someone says hello, nine times out of 10, someone says hello back. If you don't say hello, a small number will say hello to you and an awful lot won't bother and just walk out. And this is what we're gonna look at. Why is online any different to offline? People want answers immediately. Well, we can do that with live web chat. So this is our, this is our plan. We're gonna track the next 100 web chats. We're gonna actively hunt them out. We're gonna target our conversations based on what they're doing. And I'm gonna let you know what happens next time I, next time I come back onto the web chat, I'm sorry, the web chat, web chat on my mind, next time I do the podcast, because I think it's really interesting to do. So that's my target. Uh, and, and you think, if you've got a business that maybe does 100 grand a year, 250 grand a year, 50 grand a year, 20 grand a year online sales, if you could turn that three people in 100 buying to 10 people in 100, I'm asking you to find another seven people in 100 to buy, and what's the, What's realistically the way you're going to be able to do that? Engaging them directly, directly you know, contacting them, directly communicating with them about something that's relevant to what they're doing. I think finding seven people in a hundred that are on your site ready to be informed isn't going to be that great a stretch. That's my hunch. And I think it could really radically transform how many sales we do online and how we can then further invest in our business. So that's what I'm talking about tailoring the conversation you make. And so that's what's one area that I, I certainly think you should be looking at doing. Even if you, you wait for the next podcast to hear what those figures are, I think it's a no-brainer, really. And here's the next one. Email campaigns. Do you have data on your business, on your platform, on your website? Do you send out an automated uh, message or a campaign? So what very often businesses do, uh, Oh, it's Cyber Monday, it's, you know, it's pay weekend, and they'll just send a blank message. Now, if you've got the data for this in your business, this is my suggestion. Get a MySQL expert in, get an Excel spreadsheet person in. Find out if that data could be automatically exported every so often to your, um, you know, your own spreadsheet. And create logic. So back in the day when you might have worked in an office, you'd do a thing called a mail merge when you've got to send out posts at the end of the day. So you weren't physically typing in every single address into a spreadsheet. You'd automatically drop all your, your database into a spreadsheet. 
and you'd run it in conjunction with Word and you'd do what's called a mail merge, it would mean it would automatically populate all the names and the addresses for the labels to be the right shape uh, into a print file and then print it, which would save you an awful lot of time. Using that same system, and I believe that this could be done, I don't see why I can't, you should be able to mail mer email merge. So rather than sending an email to, to Janet saying, hi Janet, we've got a special discount on right now on coils. You say, hi Janet, we know you've got the product equals logic. So you, that's what I mean, that's, that's kind of my, if you follow me. So we know you're using the product equals logic. We're doing a special offer on you know, coils equals logic, which work perfectly for your you know, device. Click this link equals logic to buy for half price today, one day only. Then you're sending Janet a tailored email specifically focused on the product that she has, the accessories that she needs to buy, with a link that's bespoke to her so it's completely frictionless. And that's the thing. The e best email campaigns are not only relevant, they're targeted, they're certainly attractive for a reason, so they work for them, but they also offer completely frictionless ordering. Or it could just be use this discount code, bring it in the store. So you, you use email to push your, your offline, which is no bad move either. If you just send a blank uh, message that doesn't resonate in their mind with something that they use, then you're missing a trick. I spoke in my last podcast about are you missing the obvious? And what I was talking about was are you selling the sausage or are you selling the sizzle? So in short, are you saying this is a product or are you going this fixes your problem? Because people are more likely to buy something that fixes the problem than then add all the, the summary in their mind, the observations to think, oh hang on, that could that could fix my problem because you're making them do the hard work in their mind to make the problem easy so so if you send a bulk email that doesn't bespoke match that person's needs and ideas and wants you're making them do the thinking you're making them find the solution in their mind so it doesn't really resonate you're selling the sausage but not the sizzle that will get some people who can think like that many other people will go boring and ignore it if you can send them something that's bespoke to their needs that they regularly buy and it answers questions and it makes it completely frictionless in their mind to buy it, frictionless on the email to order, totally focuses on their own personal needs and wants, you are going to see a much higher conversion rate. That's proven out, borne out, statistical. So there you go. Back in again. Are you missing the obvious? The single customer view what we're talking about is bespoke interactions for every single customer. It's not the preserve of just Amazon and eBay and mega companies. You can do it too. You've probably got the data in your own bank. You've just got to work out how you can better use it. And I hope you find this podcast that's been useful. Save you having to go to the meeting, although you didn't get the pizza and the, and the beers. Um, have, start thinking about how you can utilize the data to benefit you. It's there. Don't miss the obvious. Focus on reducing friction to order and that was the point of this it's a and that's the point of this podcast giving you something to think about that you can do with your data that could equalize the odds and increase your conversion that's it i'm going to head off to carry on my drive now to grantham thanks for listening that's the mob show Thanks for listening to today's show. Check us out online, themobshow.com. Check us on Twitter, the underscore mob show. Always chucking out bits of advice there. And follow our journey of setting up a CBD shop in the cannabis space, Instagram at local CBD shop. Or you can find ourselves on Instagram, the underscore mob show.